0: Listening to Zeroes on Heroes with Mike Merkadal and Will Watkins. Hey, everybody, welcome to Zeroes on Heroes. My name is Mike Merkadal. With me, as always, is. Oh, wait, <laughs> he's not here. Uh, Will is uh, unfortunately not going to be able to do this episode with us, but we miss him dearly. And uh, rest in peace, Will Watkins. He's dead. Um. With me is our special guest. He's a very funny comedian and uh, what out auteur or musical creator? Like what? What is the 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 title? I don't know. We'll learn about it when we talk to this man right now, Kevin Frolick. Hello, hey, man, look. <laughs> uh, you just like right off the bat, you wrote a musical. You actually have yes. a podcast called We Wrote. Called a We musical. Wrote a musical. Uh, um, me and
1: Pat Riley wrote it together. Yes, uh, Pat Riley, friend
0: of the show, friend of the show, former guest, did the he Jeffrey did the... Brown episode that he made me listen to when I asked him for a recommendation. <laughs> As he's like, "Hey, what what's a good reference <laughs> yeah. for this show?" And he's like, "Mine."
1: Yeah, yeah, my, mine, <laughs> which is, is a the reference. most on-brand thing he could yeah. have. He could have done that's, a, that's solid. Pat stuff. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, we wrote a, we wrote a Lewis and Clark musical together called great frontier a poorly researched musical about lewis and clark we did no research into lewis and clark and only did it about stuff we learned in like
0: elementary school so like the basics of it and And i tell you what we when we get you two together because you both are going to come on and we're going to talk about it but because but it's a great show i saw the reading that you did at oh good yeah i
1: was i was wondering if
0: yeah oh you don't understand how much i loved (laughs) it we'll talk i I really want to talk about that a lot but um but you you're where are you from originally uh
1: i'm from new hampshire um I grew up. I mean, that's where I call home. I was born in Connecticut, lived in Wisconsin for a couple of years when I was a kid, and then from age ten on, I was in New Hampshire. But so I I skipped those. Your other two.
0: formative years, your your quality yeah. aging. Your, I hit your, puberty in New Hampshire. Boom! That's yeah. where you <laughs> nail it. That's where you yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those things where like. I was born and raised in Miami, Florida. Like right. I, there was very, there's not, nowhere else I've lived. Okay, I've been other places, sure. but I've never lived. Like I don't call any of those places home. Right. Do, yeah. But you're from up here. You like in the, you know, this area. When, when yeah. you, what
1: brought? you here? I moved here in 2011, which was the year after I graduated college, and it was basically I started doing comedy in New Hampshire a little bit, and then everybody
0: <laughs> was like, "What's it?" The comedy scene in it's what city in New
1: Hampshire? Uh, I was from Bow, New Hampshire, which is like right outside of Concord, which is the state capital. Right. So like in that Concord, Manchester, the part of New Hampshire where people actually live, the further north you get, the more you have like towns of like a couple hundred. Right. Because everything... Dixville, Notch, and like all those types of weird. <laughs> That's not real. That can't ma- Oh, it's real.
0: It can't possibly. Is it it's like Mr. Deeds up there? Isn't Mr. Deeds a New Hampshire? New Hampshire. You know, like isn't he one of those guys? Oh, yeah. Oh, Adam Sandler? Yeah. Adam but, uh, I-
1: but, but and and yeah and in the movie right in the movie yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. from new hampshire and yeah that's uh i don't know why i yeah, point to Seth meyers sarah silverman and There's adam lot, sandler yeah. all from like the same like neighborhood pretty much yeah it's a, it's a weird thing but yeah no so I, you're the second coming of the generation it's really, and, yeah you're, it's really just me and adam sandler and <laughs> seth meyers it, like it's <laughs> i yeah. want to get to a point where i also have my own chair at the local diner because all three of them have like a little plaque on a seat at the diner where they came in once and that's how I'll know I've made it by New Hampshire standards. By New Hampshire it. standards. By yeah, New yeah. Hampshire standards. If I have a, my own table at the Red Arrow diner.
0: By New York standards, you would need a, a park bench with a hobo pissing on it. Yeah, you
1: would need with that. That
0: plaque You're like whoever yeah. Kevin Frolix is. Fuck this guy.
1: <laughs> or uh, my own caricature at Sardi's.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'll take.
1: I'll, I can do like in Muppets Take Manhattan and take down Liza Minnelli's and put my own my own up and.
0: <laughs> what a, a reference. Good pulse. Oh, oh Good man, pull. yeah,
1: I've, I love Muppets Take Manhattan. That's I've been. I went to a thing there because I went to a. I got into musical theater by writing the musical and then got invited to like a, it was like a preview show and there was like a reception at Sardi's and I went there and I was like, this is from Muppets Take Manhattan. Everyone's like, well, it's also like one of the most historic old restaurants. Right, right. And it's like where like all the old theater people used to be. I'm like, but this is where Kermit the Frog sat in the movie. Yes. We we
0: talk about it a lot on the show how New York is like a weird like entity in movies and culture. Yeah. like when you, when I moved up here, like we're excited, like I know where that, at. that's the fucking Daily Bugle. Oh, you know, like, yeah, yeah. yeah you're like, you're, you're, or, or. I remember you...
1: thinking going
0: to Tom's Diner from
1: Seinfeld was like a destination. You go and it's just, it's a fucking diner. Like, yeah, like
0: it's just, like the reason they diner. used it is because it's just a fucking diner. It just says restaurant on yeah. the side of it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think it says Tom's Restaurant, but they framed it so that you don't even see exactly, the Tom's yeah. restaurant.
0: Exactly. But it's one of those things where, like, whatever you identify New York as, like, whatever your New York landmarks are, yeah, yeah, those are your New New York landmarks. Everybody
1: has their own New York museum that they can go to. Yeah, yeah. Depending on what movies you watch.
0: Yeah, and there, you know, there's a. I'm sure there's a tour for whatever thing you want to see. Yeah. Um. But uh, let's let's start off with a little segment we do called Hero News. Hero News.
1: I'm trying to fill. I'm trying to fill in for Will.
0: Oh, not here. Yeah. does he do that? Does he echo it? He does. He actually does the hero. He does like a weird howling hero oh, okay. news, and then we invite the guest to do it their version. But you kind of simultaneously joined me. In That's it.
1: how you write a musical. One person says a thing, you say another thing, and then
0: boom, we're killing <laughs> it right now. This is great. Uh, I, I just some thoughts on stuff that I'm seeing here. We haven't done an, an in studio episode in a minute, so we're just kind of I guess recapping quickly. Tom Hardy to star in Sony's Venom film.
1: They're making a Venom solo
0: movie? They're going to make a Venom I I don't like that it says Sony's Venom film. Yeah. Like it's still under the Sony banner That's and right, not yeah. the Marvel banner. I do I do do you like the did you like the spider-man iteration now the one that was in civil war and all that stuff did you follow do you follow comic book movies
1: All um comic book movies yeah i was never a comic book kid yeah and actually patrick's the reason i started getting into comic books more now because he owns the Carmine street comics and every now and then he just yeah. like oh you would like this and i used to just i didn't care about him at all and then he gave me the uh
0: matt fraction hawkeye series oh sure which i don't
1: know if you've i don't know if you've read them but they're amazing. i haven't read
0: them my friend uh, i will, will highly is, recommend them will is the comic book guy okay. i i'm he's a he's he's a well-versed nerd
1: okay i feel like we've talked about that you you do like the movies but you were never really
0: into the I, actual comic books the comic books i could not get into because yeah. it involved a certain i i am a i'm a a like a scatterbrained or like a lazy kid or whatever. Okay. Like I can't, I'm, I'm bad at sticking to patterns and having to follow a weekly oh, or monthly yeah. book just did not work for right. me. So I'm, I read stuff way after the fact. Yeah. Like I'm reading House of M now. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like yeah. because it's all together and I can get it all in one. See, yeah.
1: That's the thing. I never, I still could never get into, even when something comes out where I'm like, oh, this looks great. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's all, you can buy it. And it's, they just started this new run. I'm like, no, I'll wait till next year when they come out with all six of these in one book. And then I'll read that because I don't, I know I'll fall off. I, I'm am I'm impressed right. by anybody who has that kind of OCD where they can buy a comic book every day. I also I realized we didn't have comic book stores like in
0: my town growing up. Yeah, I, I now also, there's
1: three in the in the same area because they, I, it's becoming yeah, more, more of like a youth centered. My big town. thing
0: was the comic book collector cards. Where you would get like the trading cards. Because I collected baseball cards as a kid. Uh I collected sports cards and stuff like that. Because I wasn't a fucking nerd. You know? know. (laughs) But I did but then I got into like the collecting the cards and that's kind of how I learned all the characters. Not through their stories, but through the what was on the Through their stats. Through their stats. (laughs) Yeah. And all the and all of the cards have like a series of stats. Like these people have their physical strength, their agility, and they all Mm. have stats. It's like a weird D and D version of comic books. Yeah. and it literally breaks it down for you so i totally have that yeah. you know like i i i i loved all the characters but i guess so, so someone described it as like the 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 expositional nerd versus the curative nerd okay where like Will will tell you specifics of every oh this and then this happened and then this right. person and this but be- I'm like hey wouldn't it be cool if this guy fought that guy or- and then
1: they're just like well that wouldn't happen because in this timeline th- and it's like exactly. why can't we just have fun yeah we yeah I'm I the- loved all the the movie I liked th- I liked the way they I like the way they're doing Peter Parker Peter Parker this this yes. time around I
0: like that he's actually a kid
1: I like that he's a kid I like. uh I I really loved the Tobey Maguire movies. Like those came out yeah. for me. Like I was like twelve. Yeah, like, those. High school. I'm
0: I'm a little bit older than you, but right. that being the first, because X Men came out, and yeah. then Spider Man, and then like, Spider Man came out, and we yeah. were I was like. Get the fuck out of here! Yep. We're getting superheroes for real. That first X Men yeah. and the
1: second Spider Man movies both came out when I was like thirteen or fourteen, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was like, "These movies are amazing." I just watched Logan, and I'm like, I was like devastated that I'm like, "This is the end." Blown of away. Yeah, I was Blown just, like, away. I, like at the end, I just had this like powerful moment. I was like, "Hugh Jackman has been my Wolverine since I was in sixth yeah. grade." Like that first one that came was, out in '99. I think well,
0: that was one of the one of the, the hero news topics. Is like the guy. So the the X Men producer doesn't want to think about recasting Wolverine. Like right. he just doesn't have it in his mind yet that he has to do it, right?
1: Who who would why like? You, yeah, why would you? You've opened up this whole new can of worms for this whole
0: other arc. Like, yeah, you've really done done a number for yourself by yeah. by <laughs> ending it. And I can't <laughs> spoiler. You rewrote time in that, in Days Twice. of Future Past. They rewrote, <laughs> they rewrote right. time so many yeah. times. Uh, they star trekked it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's another thing because they're saying like, uh, well, Chris Pine's in the new Wonder Woman movie. Okay, and uh, I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. I'm that's the thing about the, the always the argument with Marvel and DC is that I'm mo- I'm hopeful when Marvel movies. I'm excited. I'm like, oh, let's see what happens. Yeah. I am cautious when DC, DC puts out a yeah. movie, but I'm excited for for uh, Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. But Chris Pine, he's got that, you know Captain Kirk in there for him, and they, they apparently right. they're writing something else, or so they're gonna do they're gonna do another thing. They're gonna do a TV series of Star I saw Trek. That, yeah, and. Uh, I'm excited. I'm, I'm, it's, it'd be cool to see a Star Trek TV series again. I was yeah. never a big Trekkie, but no, I loved I liked I would watch it in syndication yeah the not, original not the original or next, no, no, no. next generation any of them okay. i never watched them when they were on i only right watched, like on saturdays when you're home and you yeah. wake up and like the cartoons end or whatever and you sure. would just watch star trek the next generation yeah. whoopi goldberg's on you're like well oh, that's right yeah hey what's is... going on here i remember i i didn't i never i still
1: really can't even watch the original one just because it's no. so low budget Super and like campy i have a friend who's really into it because like he's like each one is like a philosophical essay which is true there is some amazing plots and that's like, because there's decades
0: science fiction. yeah yeah. yeah for people to read into every little yeah, bit yeah yeah
1: and that that's kind of cool but i got into next generation when uh when i was in college i lived next door to the hall director and he would just be like yeah come over i'm watching star trek next generation i was like eh, whatever this nerd i was like a i was like a total geek but like not the comic book like into geek culture stuff so i would just be like what are these nerds doing this meanwhile i'm like learning music theory and all this other nerdy stuff and then i sat down and watched a three-part next generation episode and i was like this is amazing yeah, yeah. turns out it's the finale so i started Getting into Star Trek At by the watching end, the very worst. last episode of Star Trek: <laughs> The Next Generation,
0: and then uh, yeah, it's it that it's always like a weird thing where you get exposed to stuff that's yeah because befo- it's very we were talking about this where if as a, a on another, uh, my friend's podcast I was doing I was visiting back home we were talking about how like in terms of like teenage years to your twenties it's very easy for you to go back. And see something that that was big when uh, like yeah. a few years before, but it's very hard to catch a new wave when you're just too old for it, like slightly huh. too. Like I was just old enough for Pokemon to not be like cool oh, for interesting.
1: me. See, for me, I was right. I was ten you, years you old. You were when that right came on like, I was obsessed with it, but right in the wheelhouse. Like it yeah. was perfect timing for you. And Harry Potter also like was yeah. the same age as me. Like he's eleven years old in the yeah. book. I was eleven years old in real life. But I didn't catch it to the point that other people my age did. So right. I, midway through the sixth book, was like, I can't read these anymore. I just
0: got so. The sixth book? The
1: sixth book. And everybody's <laughs> like, but this, this, and this happens. I was like, I remember getting halfway through it. And I was like, I don't care about these characters at all.
0: Like, you just, just didn't invest? I just couldn't. I I, never, I didn't find it until later, until my the movies started coming out. Yeah. And my little brothers, because we skipped the kid ones. And then we I started oh, with sure. Prisoner of Azkaban. We watched that the first two. That one is great. That was, we, what was my favorite yeah, of the books that I did the, finish. It was great. I mean, it's really like the book. I've gone since gone back to read them, but it was because I can go back and look at it. It's yeah. easier to go back, but at the time, I was like, "This is kid shit," you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but speaking of like going back, the <laughs> the next one, the last, we'll leave it on this one. Ducktales mm. adds Lin Manuel Miranda as Gizmo Duck. What? That new? I haven't seen any of the new Ducktales. It looks fantastic. The yeah. voice cast is amazing. But Lin Manuel Miranda is that your? That's Do you like him? Are you pro Lin Manuel Miranda? I am Miranda? very pro Lin Manuel. You like Miranda. that guy? Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I think because some people hate him when he, people get popular. Understand. There's some people that hate on. I don't understand that. That they hate, they hate on the
1: heat. To me, yeah. To me, that it can only be like I hate this guy because he's popular. Just like yeah. Have you listened to his like? nothing he did was just like oh he just lucked into the he worked for like a decade on that first show and then won the tony and for in the heights in the heights yeah Yeah. and and like i've listened to a bunch of interviews with him where they like explain like how that started with him just like i wanted to write a musical about my neighborhood he starts it in college and then just like works on it little by little year after year finds an abandoned basement in a bookstore to start Rehearsing it in front of people and like he he literally started from a a basement yeah. and like a dorm started room. from the bottom. Now he, he started here. from the bottom and then won the Tony for yeah. it, and then that turned into a chance for him to go to the White House because he won Best Musical. Like it was just no, that's crazy. Some of and it was it, crazy it, luck, but then like oh, how's he ever going to top? best musical and then he comes out with hamilton which if you hate hamilton you haven't listened to it because it's right. so catchy
0: i've i've only heard the the the, the opening the, the album no 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 oh, like, oh, sure. like the whatever I mean, song whatever you can listen to yeah. on spotify or youtube i or mean whatever. that's
1: 90 percent of the, there's only a little bit of dialogue it's a, it's like an opera it's like sung yeah. through the whole way it, so have you seen it in the i thing? haven't and i i it's regret ticket I had a friend who was, like, an early, like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Really? Cause, and he was just, like, a, he was a fan of In the Heights and, like, was a fan of all these things and was just, like, oh, the, I, and, like, got, like, T- Thirty dollars
0: tickets to see it when it yeah, first came everyone out. Everyone like, like is like hating that person now. Yeah,
1: like he won. He had to do the lottery, but it was like when they would do the lot. Now you can just I like sign up on like an that. app, and I know a few people have won with the app. But this was back when it was like you have to go to the theater mm-hmm. at four o'clock and yep. you put your name in and they pick it out and then you win these ten dollars tickets to sit up front. And he won that after going like three weeks in a row. And
0: he was like, "Oh, I finally got it." After three I know weeks. someone who got it on like the first try. Oh well, they can go to hell. They <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been trying for someone, like a year and a half. I can't, yeah, it was like a friend of a friend. Some that. Like, was talking at this thing and it could be bullshit who knows that's it's it's become one of those like the the fish stories like a new york version of a fish story is (laughs) like i got the lottery that on the first try it's the same thing (laughs) the fish was this big Yeah. uh because who knows it could be bullshit it could be not but you see them there like they they, they went and uh and 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 everyone that was standing was like yeah i don't see what the big deal is but i got it on my first try and everyone was (laughs) like well If you die unceremoniously in some gutter somewhere, we're not going to be mad.
1: I think the other thing with Lin Manuel that I don't understand why people don't like him is like, well, he's—I've never heard or seen him do anything where I'm like, he is not the nicest guy in the world. Like, yeah, he always like even when he's like on top of the world, like he has two. Tony Awards for Best Musical, and then a ton of other awards on he top of that. He seems
0: like a chill dude. Yeah,
1: he's just like, like he even says, like, I don't think I'm ever gonna write another Hamilton, like that. If that's the best thing I did, then okay, I'm gonna. But which, he's still like, which how is many a things... very
0: realistic approach to it take. Is, yeah. yeah,
1: like, like unless he gets. Every time he tells a story about reading that biography and just like got hit with inspiration and just like flew off the page and then worked, still worked on it for eight years before it got to the stage. Like it wasn't even like. We're going to do a hip hop musical uh, rapping about a historical
0: figure, Alexander Hamilton. Have you, like, what?
1: Do you happen to see the PBS thing that they did? They put out a whole thing. It was, I forget what it was called, but it was like. Hamilton, like, an, or I think it was like Hamilton, an American musical. I think that's what it's called, and it's just a whole documentary. They started making it. Was
0: it like The Office in American workplace?
1: <laughs> uh, honestly, it <laughs> kind of is because you do see a lot of behind the scenes stuff, and there's like a lot of really funny. Cut-aways it would be great if uh, Lin Manuel
0: Miranda was like Michael Scott.
1: oh that would be really funny (laughs) next time he hosts snl he absolutely needs to do that
0: yeah yeah Um, but it's great because
1: it's they started filming it after in the heights one and he was just like they're like oh we just want to make like a short film about like your creative process like what are you doing now that you've won probably the only tony award you're gonna get and he's like oh i had this idea i went on vacation after in the heights and i was reading the book and i was like this could be a musical and then it goes all the way through him winning the tony it it just took this huge turn what's that called I think it's called Hamilton an American musical. It okay. came out last year on PBS and it's it's like an hour and a half documentary that they did on PBS and it's so interesting and it just like shows like how everyone like will treat him like he is a genius and he's an he is an incredible talent and, and a genius but like a whole creative team of equally genius right, people right. like his his music director that like really added to all of these loose ideas and like made these songs like really pop in ways that like like he took all the things that like lin-manuel was just like i have this idea and this idea and he's like okay i got it and then he like translated right, that to actual right. music and it's it's really cool and even then he's just like every single person involved is like hip-hop musical about hamilton and they're like why would we do that Wait, right the guy who wrote the biography that inspired it is he's just like this like old white guy historian yeah history professor and he's like so lin-manuel calls me and says hey you're your book inspired hip-hop lyrics and i was like what how, how? What? yeah like he doesn't even he's understand like, what okay. that means all right click yeah like <laughs> it's so funny like everybody was just great like, yeah like the the one amazing thing is that enough people were like okay
0: we're gonna let you yeah go with us." and do you have uh speaking of now he's Gizmo Duck. so yeah. but speaking of musical heroes and musical yes. uh um icons that mm. he's become an icon you would think your hero, as much as we've been sucking his dick this whole time, is Lin-Manuel Miranda, but right. it's not. It's not. You picked, and I'm so happy you picked <laughs> this guy. Will is pissed he's not here right uh, now because he, he wanted to talk about this guy. Yeah. Uh, we picked Weird Al Yankovic. Weird Al Yankovic. And uh, we'll start with, like we do with everyone, uh, mm-hmm. What with everyone's hero. What's the first thing you think about when you think about Weird Al? Pure joy. Right? Pure joy. It's so <laughs> much... Like, it's almost where he he's, like, taunting you to enjoy it. Oh, yeah. Like, he's like, here's this goofy bullshit that yeah. you're not supposed to, <laughs> like, you're, even cool people. Like yeah. People that are, even, I remember that even the cool people liked Weird Al. That's,
1: I actually found out about Weird Al when I, like, middle school, sitting at, like, one of those, I was, like, brand new to the school, because we just moved to New Hampshire, and I was, like, right. sitting, just picked a table that wasn't full and sat down, like, sweating, and I there was this kid, who Chris, who was, like, jock, like total became like one of the popular just like jockey kids whatever right and then like here's me this like wiry nerdy chubby kid whatever i was in fifth sixth grade and he was wiry wiry chubby I had I had just had just like I a weird skinny fat, arms yeah. I like like built like E T I guess like <laughs> had the belly but also these like dangly arms that were way too long for my body that, that hits so close <laughs> to home
0: for like all of the puberty teens where you're like uh, why won't my parts grow at the same rate oh my
1: god my arms grew so much faster than everything else <laughs> and thank God Weird Al was there to catch me as I fell he, and tripped over my own hands
0: so you were like I think a lot of people discover their comedy genes. Mm it like their mutant powers their comedy is yeah, like the yeah, x yeah. gene where suddenly they only they only hit it at puberty where they realize oh, oh shit god, i that's... like funny things
1: oh my god that's so true yeah. right yeah no that's actually true cuz i got really into stand up around age 13 yeah. because I would. I was old enough to stay up late. My parents would be like, "Shouldn't you go to bed?" And I would just watch every Friday. I would watch Friday Night Stand Up and like all those half-hour specials.
0: And Comedy Central was just Comedy getting was like that, just starting. like getting that. Well, it was just getting that crest. Yeah, you yeah know, yeah. Like it was really for a while.
1: It was just like weird reruns of stuff, which I love. Like I'm and like cops, old, so you old cops, <laughs> old like kids in the halls, yeah. and like reruns of the Conan show, which was like, Conan, oh yeah, Conan. Oh, oh my god, yeah, with Conan yeah, that's O'Brien, right, that's was right, like. Right. I would watch it in the afternoon. They would show like the reruns in the afternoon. I would watch that when I like over the summer. And I was like, "This guy's amazing." Frankenstein wastes a minute of our time. Has done so much good and damage to my comic sensibilities. <laughs> now all I love doing is a waste of time. And then like one little payoff at the end. And every time I pitch something like that in a sketch show, everyone's like, "Why would we do this?" I'm like, "Because it's so funny." People are gonna be so
0: mad that this is what
1: we're doing. <laughs> like, it's not funny if they're mad. I'm like, I think it's so funny when people are mad, and I'm not, and I'm just laughing at it.
0: That one of my favorite things is when is. Because like I I used to host some of the open mics down in uh, the Improv in uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Miami, in Miami, Mm -hmm. and yeah, you know, you you were there, and uh, (laughs) oh, good old days. But one of my favorite things, I remember seeing this one guy cuz you get 5 minutes there if you it's a yeah. bringer it's a 10 person bringer it's in front of it's in a comedy club it's yeah. in like a decent it's like
1: New Hampshire too that wasn't a comedy there club was, but it was a bar you'd get 5 minutes and there'd be 100 people packed in the yeah, bar cuz it was 100. a thing to do sometimes there'd be 150 to 100 people wow. it was average yeah cuz it was Wednesday night and people were like there's a thing i can do for free $2 beers i'm there and Miami. every it was
0: nuts Miami has a lot of competition for your entertainment dollar. Yeah, that's true. Manchester, New uh, Hampshire does not.
1: (laughs) Most of the town shuts down at 7 o'clock.
0: But yeah, so I remember one of my favorite things was that you see, I remember I saw this one guy, and I didn't realize this was my favorite thing in comedy. Uh But it was this guy, he did this story that was literally three and a half minutes of silence from the audience. Just silence. And I, I was like, "Oh, this poor guy. He's <laughs> eating a dick. Oh my god!" And then, and then, at three and a half minutes, he he gets in, He winds it up like he starts like winding it up. And then at like four minutes, he hits the punchline. <laughs> and then the last minute of his time was just uproarious laughter wow
1: was it like one of those like like norm mcdonald's moth joke where it's just like a long long setup about nothing and exactly like, why it, why would you do that oh the light was on and like yeah. one of those types of jokes where just a long story about nothing and
0: it was exactly that and then yeah. i never saw the guy again those. and it was oh, literally man. it was one of those he things reached nirvana he became one with the earth <laughs> yeah honestly at that point it was so because it at 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 a certain point so he hits the punchline and the audience for the whole last minute I couldn't hear what he was saying but he would just like interject with like a simple phrase or something like that like whatever his tags were were just bowling these people all over wow. there, was, I, there was like like I could hear stomping I could hear like people <laughs> like pounding tables oh my god that's amazing it was bananas it yeah. was nuts and then the guy like comes off stage like 30 seconds early yeah, he just, he's just like, so professional he's like all right thank you good night he walks out and like into the night like it, <laughs> like he just disappeared i don't even oh, remember man. who it was but it, it was it was one of those things where i was like that three and a half minutes of like oh no oh wow that's and incredible i've, I've never
1: seen anybody do it where it's like three and a half minutes of like dead silence and then just tags on tags on it's all every time i've seen it and i even have a joke like that where it's like a long setup and then just like yeah one thing at the end and then that's it but to keep Bowling over these new yeah. tags
0: and everything. That's that's. I great. don't know how we got there from Weird Al, but, but I'll tell you, we're talking about the comedy gene where you were comedy a kid. Gene. You were like a kid. Yeah. And you heard, were you a musical kid too?
1: Yeah. Like musical theater or no, music you no, no. like just Music in you general. I music? always loved music. Yeah. Always loved music. Uh, I started playing clarinet when I was 10. And I started at ten because they wouldn't let me start it earlier. I just really wanted to play something. That's I really right. you play the clarinet. I played the clarinet you're for eleven too. years. You're good too. I've heard. Did you? I, I heard you had one a show. Of the sketch shows. That yeah, was the yeah. first time I'd played in about seven years because I kind of I fell out of completely <laughs> forgotten about that actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I played it. I, I played Woody Allen in a sketch and they were like, "You can play the clarinet, right?" And I don't think they knew I did. I think they just looked at my body type and they're like, "You definitely know how to play." the you clarinet. You have the body of <laughs> a you're clarinet. built like a clarinet. <laughs> <laughs> you're built like a
0: clarinet. That's funny. Yeah, I
1: played clarinet. Uh, I remember in like elementary school, a friend of mine got to skip a grade he got to skip from third to fifth grade and fifth grade was when he got to start doing band and and stuff like that so he got to play the trombone a year before anybody else could and me and my friend danny were like oh that's so cool you get to play i didn't know that instruments were either cool or not cool i thought all and i still think all instruments are cool like anytime i'm on a subway if i see someone playing yeah Especially if it's anything but guitar or piano, I'm going to watch them. Like, I've, I will watch yeah. a wind player. I will watch, like, I don't know what they're called, but like those Chinese instruments that are like, they're either. Yeah, those
0: like zither things. Yeah. Or, that, or, or like, the, I can't remember what they're, but like. They're this, like a
1: violin type of thing.
0: Yeah, where it's like this guy's pinching and bending like yeah, one yeah, string. Yeah, and yeah. He's yeah, just, yeah. Like, a
1: lot of Asian instruments are like that because yeah. they can get you in between like all these notes. that w- And that's why they sound weird to it. Not to, now we're going off track. But yeah, that's, why, to, that's why Asian music sounds so weird to Western people because it's, yeah. you're Hitting all these tones in between the yeah 12 the quarter notes we're used tones to. yeah quarter tones and yeah bro- it breaks up to however many notes you can get in between those it's not when you talk
0: about Indian quavers like that that's when you start getting Ooh, super specific quavers
1: yeah. Yeah, no. uh, we, semi quavers breves
0: get no we have lost hemi-breves. we've lost our our the two of Goodbye, our three everybody. listeners yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no but we had uh, but I will say in New York there there is one girl that plays the accordion mm. which I'm going to bring it back because she plays the accordion. And and there was a a dude that was just had like a box set of playing the accordion yeah. and he had a bunch of nerd symbols like all uh-huh. the nerd insignias like he had a triforce he had yep. the the rebel and the empire symbol uh-huh. he had like the bat bat uh, bat signal symbol and uh and it was and he would just be like standing I, I remember he was playing like songs from Ocarina of Time he was oh, he played Batman yeah. he was playing Star Wars he was playing like all this stuff on the accordion and I was like i don't care who you are that's the coolest yeah. motherfucker on the yeah, planet yeah.
1: there's a really good accordion player at the bryant park uh subway station yes. that i always used to walk by him because i used to that used to be my stop for work and i would walk by him and all like i would always take my headphones out because he he was incredible and people yeah. were just like walking by him and i'm just, there
0: is a thing about that but yeah so like so, so it, weird al <laughs> weird al so he got to start with doing like calling stuff for dr demento do you remember the yeah, dr demento oh, show oh yeah, i never yeah. i never really heard about it until i was like looking at stuff for weird al. The dr demento show
1: yeah i I remember hearing some dr Demento, like a friend of mine my other friend chris different guy this is a guy who actually became a friend of mine that other guy was just a weird
0: jockey kid who also sure. really
1: loved bad hair day and yeah, uh, yeah
0: yeah that was the era that was where he blew was, the fuck yeah, up yeah that's I, where i really kind of i remember as a kid listening to fat and and yeah. eat it and all food there's so many food related a things. lot of food related
1: ones especially in those uh in those earlier ones. I, I guess there's a lot of food ones later there, on. Oh, but my like,
0: Bologna, the first one, was My Bologna. The first one was Bologna, My Bologna, yeah. And that was the one he kept calling and he, get, he yep, would send he it in. he recorded
1: it in a bathroom stall.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, because he was a nerdy kid who played an instrument and he played, yeah. like, an accordion and then all of a sudden he just starts to, like, play shows. Like, I think it was, like, something that he's... Th- Weird Al's a genius. Like, yeah. if you look at what Weird Al does, he's... Yeah. He is... He
1: is legitimately talented, and like I've, I still have never gotten to see him live. Oh. Every chance I, that he's been like around, and yeah. I had the chance to, there was a like I was out of town or like something didn't something, happen, yeah, and yeah. I keep on to go because I've seen video of him live, and like, like he's just an incredible performer, and all the musicians he works with, himself included, he is an amazing accordion player. His yes. whole band is just, they're just like amazing studio session musicians,
0: right? Where if you know they anything can play about, anything, yeah. If you know anything about like, like recording music yeah i don't know if I, I don't know too much about it but i do know like there are these guys like i watch the voice i'm fully okay. willing to admit that i watch this show because i get sucked i get sucked we're talking into,
1: about weird al and you're worried about yeah. seeming
0: not cool yeah 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 no but like uh speaking of because i'm gonna bring it back around i'm gonna okay. take a long loop let's see if i can pull this off uh because on the voice it's basically just karaoke but right. they but you know they're just singing they're they're singing like you know their version of of someone else's song, yeah. you know, they don't write their own music, and uh, they do karaoke. And there's a band that plays. It's like live music karaoke, yeah, yeah. But with the the kind of musicians that will record the drums for, you know, super talented singers yeah. and producers, and they're the people that they call in like, hey, we need a dope ass yeah. guitarist <laughs> to come in here. We need someone who can do anything. And then you mm-hmm. have this band that literally just plays everything. And like Weird Al's band. Has to be able to play anything, anything, yeah, any and everything, and then also the singing. Like there was like the the people doing karaoke versions of mm-hmm. these songs. Like essentially, Weird Al. That's kind of what he does. But then he's like, "No, I'm going to rewrite the entire song so right. no one will ever remember this the other version." Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's, right. and he picks like these giant to hits. Paradise is gone for yeah. me. It's Amish Paradise. Julio hated for, it. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, he hated it so much. That he, he, do you, so you got into it on Bad Hair Day. That was the Coolio one. That was, yeah. They had uh, all the alternative polka. Alternative polka was Or on the polka there. ones where they do like the mashups of all the yeah. polkas. I love. I love so them so much. much. Yeah. Yeah. They're so um, good.
1: What else was on there? I remember Larry is on there. Gump is on there. Pa-
0: Gump, parody of yeah. Um, they, to the point where the presidents of the United States of America used to use, started using the ending where it's like uh and that's about, all uh, I, have I have to say, say about that about that <laughs> the, <laughs> the presidents of the united states of america started using that in their shows oh that's funny yeah yeah um but like
1: which, there's no actual lyrics at the end at the real song it's just banana
0: yeah 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 um that's great. but but like that was like a time where mm-hmm. music was kind of dead like there was not a lot of real uh-huh. good music going around there was a lot of boy band stuff
1: right yeah that's a good point i mean i was i was a child so i yeah at that time i was really into rem though because i had a cassette player that my grandmother had given me so that i could listen to this like lion king book on tape like they used yes. to have these like kids books where it'd be like a disney story i have story. star wars
0: ones i don't have the like,
1: tapes but i have the books yeah i had one that had like a tape with the soundtrack on it yeah and and she was like i got you a thing so you can listen to the lion king song because i loved lion king and aladdin because I was at the right age to grab all of those, yeah. and then I got bored with the Lion King soundtrack because it was the only tape I had. And I just started wandering around my parents' house. I'm like five years old, just like looking for anything to play in it. And the only like, tape what I could fits find in here, what yeah. fits, and the one I found was REM's Out of Time, which which uh, has it has Radio song, it has uh, Losing My Religion, it has Shiny Happy People. Oh, that has oh, that's, a, um, that's a monster. A near hit Wild factory. Heaven. It had a lot. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah, like yeah. their first like big like mainstream sure, sure. album, and and so I listen to that all the time. Uh, as a
0: kid, that's a, as a that's, kid. That's, that's an interesting. <laughs> it, and the,
1: REM is still like one of my top favorite bands today. It's
0: like I bet the other kids were like, they, they were it was like, so my cousins w-
1: were like ten years old than me. They're like, what the hell are you listening to? What are you? To? Why are you listening? That's to? me in the spotlight. That's me in the yeah, yeah. Where
0: you're like, you're like, why are you listening to sad boy shit? Yeah, what are you doing? yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Such
1: a he's such a whiny sad boy. But I'm I still I love it so much. And losing my religion's in one of the weird alpocas. Yeah. Uh, in uh whichever uh, i forget which one which, i don't remember which probably then, which...
0: because then there was and even then like because if you go back because he had his heyday yeah where and you told me you had watched this before U- you, you watched UHF. uhf yeah now i haven't seen it in a long enough time where yeah. i've forgotten about it so when people tell me about it i'm like that can't be real
1: <laughs> yeah it's so bizarre
0: I watched what? it last night. I Can have you it on sum DVD. it up? Give me the yes. summary.
1: Yeah. So so all, I also had not watched it since college when I found the DVD and like I used DVD store and bought it for like a dollar, watched it. And then I just – I've been trying to get my fiance to watch it with me because it's so ridiculous and – and I'm like, you'll love it because she's a huge film person. I'm just like, there's so many great movie parody lines and everything. And she's like, nah. So I finally got her to sit down and watch. I was like, it's research for a podcast I'm doing. It's very important. <laughs>
2: <Right>. <laughs> yeah,
1: and she like begrudgingly watched it and then would like laugh against her will at parts of it. But That's the premise my favorite. Yeah, the premise is uh, Weird Al plays George Newman, right. who is this like loser. Uh, keeps getting fired from every job he's had because he has too much imagination. He spends all his time daydreaming,
0: and he can't hold down a job. And his
1: girlfriend, played by
0: Victoria Jackson, like it's like a secret. It's like a weird a Secret Life of Walter Mitty situation where he just kinda, he kind of yeah. goes off in it. There's a lot. Of, there's a because I, I was he, noticing a lot that. of
1: it's like fantasies of him like yeah. thinking about himself in Indiana Jones. The opening is just. Raiders of the Lost Ark, like shot for shot, but with like little visual parodies throughout the whole thing. He's weird owling movies. He is, which is why I was talking, I was talking to Patrick about it. And he's like, I don't like that movie because there's not enough weird owl music in it. I'm like, no, but it's a movie, and he's doing what Weird Owl does for movies but instead for movie- of music. Exactly. Just like the show had like the Weird Owl show had like these parodies of like the entertainment interviews where he's like doing the fake interviews with Eminem and everything, which were right. so funny. He's just he's just parodying whatever medium he's in, and that's why I love it. Um, Cause he did,
0: he because he, he had a big like hit with the, all the Michael Jackson stuff.
1: Yeah, because yeah.
0: that that first album, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, the first album. The the album that he came out. I think it had My Balloon on it, and then it had uh, a couple other things. And then that was had, just
1: called Weird Al Yankovic. That very first one It had another one, Rides the Bus. Another one rides the bus. Um, I don't know if it had. That was like eat late seventies,
0: right? And then the next one that came out was the next one, was the Michael Jackson, even eat worse. Eat it. Yeah, yeah, it uh, yeah.
1: Even worse had had Fat on it. I don't know if it also had Eat It. I it might have actually or who, maybe in in 3d might have had it uh
0: but even then like there was like this 80s th- yeah. vibe where he just was like with i remember the videos just being in oh he- as heavy rotation as the oh, michael yeah, jackson yeah. ones
1: yeah the eat it video is shot for shot the entire video it's one of the funniest music videos that he ever did just because it's so it's pitch perfect yeah. to every single thing
0: it, it really does nail it. And even yeah. like that weird. Um, fat,
1: too. It, he just like parodies that Scorsese video so well.
0: The fat. the But um, which was the one where he pulled the guitar solo part? Because it's got to be. Uh, yeah Because Beat It has the Eddie Van Halen. Yeah, solo yeah, yeah, yeah. Which
1: Jim West, the guitarist, is like nailing the Eddie, Eddie Van Halen style solo. Like Yeah,
0: well, because that's the thing in on Thriller. He, he All the guitar stuff yeah. that you hear on Thriller is Eddie Van Halen. Because he was oh, yeah. the best at the right. time, you know. He they just like, right. and that that's the, goes back to the studio musicians he was where probably also,
1: they were probably recording 1984 at the same time because they both came out around the same yeah, time. Because, so he was
0: probably just in the studio and were like, yeah. come in
1: and play a thing. And
0: there's a actually this is way off topic, but there's a really cool series that uh, Foo Fighters did. Mm-hmm. Dave Grohl, Foo Fighters did called Sonic Highways. <clears throat> And it's basically they go from like city to city, Mm -hmm. and uh, they talk about like recording their song there. They pick a studio and they talk a little bit about the musical history of the town and let it influence the lyrics. Okay, and then at the end they record the song and you see the the performance of the of the song, the video. Okay, they do one for New York City, that I'm telling you it will redefine. Like if you like music and you had like if you have like a weird love for music and and like or like punk or like underground music Mm -hmm. in the, and you love New York City, it's like. It's like cocaine. It's perfect. Huh. Like it's it, you it just out. eat it up. It's like oh man, because it talks about like this these uh, recording studios where like David Bowie would be in there and then uh, like Kiss would be recording on one f- floor and then like yeah. you know like mm-hmm. it would just be and then like it would just be like stacked like that. So I can uh-huh. only imagine Eddie Van Halen being called up and like hey you want to come up to the third floor and play some shit with us <laughs> and it's because it's Michael Jackson he can get the best you yeah. know and will you know and and Weird Al's dudes are like. Mm -hmm. that good that's the level of good that these guys are
1: yeah and that's what i really love about especially like going back to all those like first few albums like up through bad hair and really everything up until like the last couple where everything kind of starts to sound the same which is less weird al's fault more just this is what's popular this right right it's so like i mandatory fun was the most recent one and i listened to it and i still liked it and thought it was funny but i was like Am I an old man now? I don't know what he's parodying. Like, there was one like Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young parody on there. Just, I think it's just so that Jim West had something to do with his guitar,
0: right? Because everything is so it's 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 all heavily produced. It's all you know. That's a whole big thing about about what old what's old is new again, and then like always trying to like modernize and stuff like that. Because at one point, I remember hearing an interview where Weird Al, I think it was on uh, some, uh, it was either on the Nerdist podcast or something. But he was talking about how they were going to do. Like VH1 wanted to do a reality contest show to find the next Weird Al, and okay. then he's and then Weird Al's like, no, I'm still here. I'm the I'm <laughs> the current Weird Al. I'm still. I just put an. I'm writing music that now. I'm like putting an, an album idea up. where
1: someone was like, okay, thank you for coming to the meeting. What ideas do you have? And he's like. Oh shit, That meeting was today. Uh we find a new weird owl.
0: It's like, oh no, yeah, of course. I yeah. Have, <laughs> I've been thinking about this for a while now, and uh wild, wild, yeah. weird weird owl, weird owl <laughs> uh, is uh, going to be uh, dead soon, who knows, maybe? <laughs> He's actually like the he's healthiest vegan. dude. He's like yeah, so healthy. He's the healthiest. Dude. I didn't know he doesn't age. No, he was. I looked it up because I, Lisa
1: was wondering how old he was in in 1989 when UHF came out. I was like, he's got to be like 30s, maybe 20. What? He was born in 1959. He's yeah. a year older than my father, who would like. I was. I figured he was like a few years younger because he does not look like someone who's about to turn 60.
0: You see him now? Yeah, he's got. Yeah. I want like I always joke around like, if, if is that a wig or not? But he's like, he's, it's like he says that's his his hair. Yeah. He's just never taken – like I don't I don't know what genes he's got that that yeah. <laughs> the the Yankovic genes are are anti aging or whatever I don't know but he's he looks he looks the same mm-hmm. he's I guess he's always kind of looked like Weird Al
1: I guess but then like watching UHF and watching 80s Weird Al where he looks like now he just looks like a fun guy yeah, whereas yeah, yeah, then yeah. he was like what a dweeby looking guy yeah, what a he has this weird perm and like yeah, the glasses yeah, yeah. and the mustache and like. Also, looks like the Unabomber, which is like an actual thing when the Unabomber. Story came out and they put out that police sketch with like the yeah with the the he looks he He looks looks, he looks like Weird Al does in the (laughs) fat video Uh when he's pretending to be Michael Jackson on the subway yeah yeah and everybody made jokes that it was Weird Al and I remember seeing that on like I love the eighties one of the the eighties is where he was just like everybody thought it was me being the Unabomber which would have been an amazing way to end the career if yeah to be the Unabomber he
0: he does all these like incredibly popular music parodies then he's like well I'm gonna blow all this fucking technology up yeah and boo technology yeah um yeah that's crazy do you have a a so did you like mandatory fun the new album has again like the that it's all popular music yeah. so if you've fallen out of popular music like i didn't know what fancy i didn't know who iggy azalea was or i, yeah. I knew who she was she got a big fat ass yeah you know like that's <laughs> that's why i saw pictures of everyone like that's hot you know yeah but i didn't i didn't know her music pharrell happy is on there uh which i like pharrell a lot sure I, yeah I,
1: yeah but it was like all these Top 40 hits that, yeah. like, that's what he did. That's it's just what the he top did. 40 has changed to the point now where I'm just like, I don't listen to it, I don't seek it
0: out, and it's also less rock.
1: Yeah, and that that was the that's why I think I loved Bad Hair Day and Running with Scissors so much. It was like yeah,
0: Running it was with all Scissors. The, it was all
1: the rock and pop that I was listening to because I was time, at the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, and all about you, the Pentiums. All about the Pentiums, Yeah, and uh, White and Nerdy. Yeah, I never really liked All About the Benjamins. I just listened to I listened to the two disc Essential Weird Al to get ready to talk about it. Today. You're so much more prepared than anyone on the show. I just like I just want to listen to like a bunch of stuff right now. And I I, I remember All About the Pentiums... Because I always thought all about the Benjamins was like an annoying song. So I, I never liked it. And then I listened to it again. I was like, the lyrics on this are so funny. Like every single line in that song is such a well-crafted one-liner. It's pu- scary. Either a pun or like some play on words or a joke or something about computers and like all this tech stuff. And it's so, like one of them is like, um, it's what kind of chip you got in there? Dorito, you're waxing your modem trying to make it go faster. Like all these like weird like roast digs.
0: Super specific, though. Like, because he's, he's a smart guy. Because even yeah. when he's even like back in the day with like fat and, and yeah. eat it, like there's super. Every line is a joke. It's every line is a joke. Yeah. It's literally like, how many jokes can we put in this song? Like, Smells Like Nirvana.
1: Oh, that's one of his best
0: Like there's parodies. there's literally. You know the marbles in his mouth yeah. and all that stuff like it, and the video is that is also p- Tone perfect. Oh man, so good. He actually,
1: I, did you did you read his Wikipedia at all? I don't know. No, what did you no. I, I kind it. of
0: usually like like uh, Will usually does more of the research, Got and it. then I want to learn about the guest through their hero. I see. You know, I
1: reread the Wikipedia, and he talks about like how a big shift in his popularity was when MTV stopped showing music videos. Yeah, because that used to be a big part of it, and like I remember seeing smells like teen spirit was like if you're if you're any right now there's an 11 year old boy getting into nirvana like he's the first one to ever hear smells like right teen spirit. everyone
0: thinks they've discovered if something, i ever yeah. have a
1: son he's gonna turn 11 and be like you have, you wouldn't understand it and he's like ne- never mind and i'm just like get get he, i secret i, I got actually, into it like four years after he died and i was still like yeah, yeah. nobody knows about this and everybody's older brother was like i was i saw them live like
0: yeah yeah i i had a weird thing I, I had, like, a kind of a narrow focus of music. I really mm-hmm. was not exposed to a lot of different music. It just yeah. what was on the radio. I just never knew what was on. But I pl- at a certain point, I only listened to, like, classical music. I was learning how to play huh. the cello. Really? And uh, in, like, middle school. Mm-hmm. And then I, I got reintroduced to, like, actually liking bands and stuff like that yeah. in that era. Huh. And I latched on to, like, the people who were good at playing. Yeah. So I hated Nirvana. Oh, I yeah. <laughs> hated these guys because it was always sounded super sloppy, and that was what they were kind of the grunge yeah, quote yeah. unquote. Yeah, but I, you know, like my brother really connected with Guns N' Roses, so I okay. loved that. I mean,
1: slash is an, I don't. I mean, I'll I'll listen to Appetite for Destruction because it's like an, yeah. a, a masterpiece of that yeah. type of '80s rock. But like Slash is one of the best guitar players. Like anytime he shows up on something, yeah. I have an Alice Cooper album. It's like him live and Slash is his like stand-in guitarist, and he just plays the hell out of Schools Out for Summer. Like he's, he's Im- so amazingly
0: good. talented. Yeah, and uh, and but that got into again that these guys are good. So it was like a weird jump, and then into like the heavier stuff like Pantera. And <laughs> yeah, then yeah. the only bands that I really liked that were grunge weren't even that grunge. It was like. Right. Or, like, rest in peace, Chris Cornell, yeah Soundgarden. I was like, why is Soundgarden not getting. Well, who's Nirvana? These guys suck. Like, put, yeah. <laughs> you know, Alice in Chains. These Alice in Chains, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. they are good musicians. And I these went guys to, are good, you know, whatever.
1: For, uh, for New Year's, I went to a bar that was doing like a 90s grunge theme bar. Really, it was just like, come to our bar. We're only going to be playing like. Yeah. Pearl Jam One and Nirvana and like we all, a, all these classic yeah. ones. And a so Spotify
0: it, playlist going to like lure in the yeah, whoever. It, it was yeah. like
1: if you want a chill place to have a few drinks and not worry about New Year's stuff. So we went there and had a great time. Oh, it was a
0: New Year's thing you said? It was like I, a New I, Year's I, Eve thing. I, I the bar
1: it. it was just like a bar in Park Slope that was like, come in, we're just yes, listening to Grunge. You don't and
0: do party, want to do a party, I, a quote I, air no. quotes. I'm using a quote unquote yeah, party yeah. on New Year's Eve. Right. Unless it's, like, your friend's house or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, You don't want to go to, like, a bar club party. Right. Those no, are no, no. the fucking oh, worst. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: But we did, and, I, like, so I was, like, re-listening to all these grunge bands. that, I, And some that I, I never really listened to Stone Temple Pilots. Or, oh, they're great. Or Pearl Jam. But I, like, listened to all of them. And I'm like, oh, these are pretty good. And I re-listened to uh, the Super Unknown, the Chris Cornell uh, Soundgarden yeah. album yesterday because he, he died. And I, like, re-listened to it. And I'm, I was kind of blown away because I remember always liking... I always liked Black Hole Sun. Like That was one of those songs that I heard on the radio and I was like, this Be- is amazing. It was
0: their radio hit. That yeah, was the yeah, yeah. radio hit for, for And I listened to it, I
1: had that album and like listened to it and like I would always get excited when that song came on. Yeah. But like, I re-listened and I was like, this The video like- creeped me out. The video's so weird. Super yeah, the creepy with a big giant and-
0: smile. Yeah. yeah. But yeah.
1: I, I re-listened to it yesterday and I was like, this could have come out today like it was it in a lot of ways considering 90s grunge had such a specific sound yeah i think it's because chris cornell actually could sing like yeah i can't stand Eddie vetter's voice i really don't like pearl jam that much
0: well there was that whole the, the thing is that what what killed the early grunge is mm-hmm. the later grunge the very derivative oh, yeah. bands like that came out afterwards yeah like you know fucking creed and all that yeah shit. yeah because then they did all the Yardle singing the yeah yardle, 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 you yeah, know like that true. The a, the Family Guy made fun of it or whatever with the every singer s- says the letter A, every oh, vowel yeah. is the letter A. Yep. <laughs> you know, like everybody sang like that. Yep. All those derivative bands kind of killed that music anyway. But yeah. what ended up happening is that like the guys who were good still, you know, like they, they stand mm-hmm. out, you know, they yeah. they stand a test of time. Right. Speaking of standing a test of time. Weird Al. Weird Al came out with Mandatory Fun, Mm -hmm. and he still tours, and he still fucking crushes, and he sells out. And it's all ages. Like he's still all ages. Yeah. Out there banging. I mean, he's still yeah. kicking ass. That's
1: something I really love about him, and everyone who's gone is like Weird All concerts are such an amazing thing because you see these like 40-year-old dudes have been listening to him since Dr. Domeno, and then they're there with their like 10-year-old kid. Yeah. And they both love it for the same reason. They know all the songs. And they
0: have favorites. They they're have like favorites. my dad my dad loves my Bologna, but I yeah. love the tacky. <laughs> Actually, my favorite one was it was, It's not my favorite one, but it was one that hit me the hardest because they did a video for it just mm. recently on Mandatory Fun. Was Word Crimes?
1: Yeah, that one. That's another one where like every line is such a well-crafted little. It's
0: joke. Every every line is a joke, but yeah. also every line is a smart fucking Very joke. Smart joke. Yeah, because it, it's about grammar it's and about it's about grammar, how yeah. like everybody and the music speaks video, it's like just idiots. Like
1: words on the screen, like it's like a. Yeah, it's
0: like a text. Uh, I remember the first time I saw that, where I was like, "Yes, this is a great idea." Was yeah. the CeeLo Fuck You video?
1: Yeah, yeah. Where
0: the first thing I saw that they had a video for it afterwards, which I did not. I was no, like, no, was why you didn't of... need that? You could have just left the yeah. first one. Um that it was just the lyrics popping yeah. up on on you know, fuck you and yeah. all that stuff. I remember. Yeah, I remember when that came out. Yeah, and then and then but the Word Crimes Literally shows you the joke, like, yeah. and it doesn't take away from the joke, which usually that kind of does. But mm-hmm. it's, it, it, I remember watching it because they re, they did this whole thing every day. They would release a different video. That's right, yeah. When a mandatory fun came mm-hmm. out, and it was, I was like blown away. I was like, this guy still got it. Yeah, he's
1: still so fucking good. Yeah. Straight out of Linwood, I think was the last album that I that I got. Well oh, I bought which I, one's on? What
0: what's Straight on? Straight out of so-
1: Linwood is the one that had White and Nerdy on it. Yeah, um, which was also like that. Anytime he raps, like yes. he's just he. What I really love about them is is their ability to imitate artists and genres to the point that you would think he just got the karaoke track online and wrote his own lyrics over it. Right. But they figure out how to play it. Like they figure out all these things and like even um because White know,
0: I, nerdy. Like he talks about like my my. I, I know HTML yeah. I and mean, he's like I speak. Um, I'm
1: fluent in JavaScript as well as Klingon as
0: well as Klingon yeah. and they it fit like. Oh, Again, man. if I because I don't know, I didn't I didn't know Blurred Lines. I mean, it was a huge hit. Yeah. So I knew the kind of how Blurred Lines goes. I knew it
1: was predatory. That's about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and um, is there ever a song that we'll, we'll go with this? Or is there a song that you like would want, like that you're like, oh, this is a good Weird Al should do something, or that you mm. would Weird Al a song that I would Weird Al a song. Um, like from now, or just any song. I mean, just you could think of something more recent, but again, it's hard to think of recent music. I don't. Yeah. That's the thing. You reach a point where you just listen to the same fucking albums twenty thousand yeah, times. Yeah, in a yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I do. I've 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 invested in Apple Music so that I can like discover new stuff, but I end up just like finding albums from like twenty or thirty years ago. That I'm like, oh, I didn't know this existed. Yeah, or, exactly. Like, I find, which I love. Yeah. like I'm, I'm like, but I'm also like getting into the because rock rock music doesn't. It's not a big thing right now, but no. they still exist and like. Uh, there's like a couple metal bands that I really like. There's this band Thank You Scientists that I love. That's like Thank a You weird... Scientists. They're from Jersey. They're like this Prague metal band. I just saw them open for another Prague metal band that I love from. Uh, uh, I forget. What... I think they're Norwegian. They're called Haken or Haken, H-A-K-E-N, Haken. Okay, and and they were opening for it. I love both of these bands, and I was listening to their albums, and now Apple Music will be like, if you like this, you'll like these, and it's like all these other modern, like, progressive metal bands and rock bands. I'll listen to them, like, oh, these are great, and then I end up following them, and then they come to New York, and I can see them for, like, five bucks because they're playing, like, Mercury Lines, where, you know, it's not Billy Joel or whatever. I don't really, see, that. the thing is, like, I don't know what Weird Al could parody other than these, like, big Yeah, pop songs because half the fun is that you're like, oh my god, he's doing this song that everybody knows. Like, it has to have that mass appeal. There's no
0: like Madonna.
1: Yeah, Yeah. there's no Madonna. Yeah, I mean Beyonce might be the closest thing to like a pop superstar, but there's none that it's like, oh my god, wouldn't it be great if he
0: did this? You know, like he's he's. I feel bad for Weird Al because he's that's his whole thing. Actually, his original songs are pretty great too. Oh, especially
1: the ones that are like style parodies instead of like specific song parodies you know what i think would be great for him to do if he just picked a genre and instead of doing maybe he has a couple like big parodies that are actual songs but if he just did like weird Al releases a blues album and every song is like a parody of just like the the general tone of the blues or like a country bluegrass album where he's just like Hitting oh, those. Oh, if notes. he did a
0: Bluegrass album, I would lose my goddamn yeah. mind. And they're I all original.
1: That maybe they're all original songs, but they're just like parodies of that genre. And yeah. Like, if it's just him like playing guitar and doing like a you know like a, a Steve Earle type of gr- gritty outlaw, con- I think that yeah, would be, like a out, that's what like I would a love folk, to see him like do. F-
0: Outlaw folk, yeah, yeah, like, just yeah, a real yeah. gritty folk music, yeah. He just country,
1: just parodies like yeah. Copperhead Road, but like without. Uh, I think that'd be the next thing because even though they're not, there'd be some people that get it just because like he could even make fun of bands that he likes in those genres. But there's no like big song that everybody knows off of those. But he could hit those notes and people would be like, oh, he's doing this. He t-
0: the thing is if you listen to him he's actually very very talented that's a hard thing to like i love when genius like genius levels of talent are used for good. fucking around, for, just, <laughs> just for fucking <laughs> for around, just man. Just wasting time. Just literally oh, waste, like the three-minute buildup of a joke that leads to a huge laugh oh, at the end. Way to bring it back. Yeah, that's yeah. so much of what he does. It's like it's like the genius of the structure and making sure all the yeah. tone and like notes Albuquerque and is
1: seventeen minutes just to get to. I guess what
0: I'm trying to say is I hate sauerkraut,
1: and it's like twelve minutes. Yeah, mentioned sauerkraut. Or
0: like when he did fucking trapped in the drive-through. <laughs> the fucking r kelly song is like yeah. 20 minutes long yeah, yeah, yeah. and he did a whole fucking trapped
1: yeah version of going to get burgers Go to get fucking burgers. drive oh through. and it's my favorite thing about his style parodies is how he'll pick he'll pick us he I, I listen on and on the greatest hits i forgot about this song there's some that i listen to that are on the greatest hits and i'm like oh my god he's parodying this artist it's just not a specific song like right. um all of his love songs like uh one more minute with you and like um What's the other one? Uh, spend one more minute with you. Um, there was
0: one that's since you've been gone. Since you've been gone,
1: the acapella, the, like, barbershop yeah, quartet the barbershop one. quartet
0: one. Um, it's almost as bad as it was when you were still here. Still, um,
1: oh man, that's the one where like the, the girl like leaves him, and he's. Uh, I, I don't sometimes notice. I get to thinking you don't you don't love me anymore. That's what it is. <laughs> and it's just. But he's so sincere with it and he's hitting all these notes of like a 50s doo-wop sad song. But the lyrics are so funny. And then like there's one – do you remember uh, The Biggest Ball of Twine in Minnesota? It's like a song about – he's just like I asked my kids where they wanted to go and they said Biggest Ball of Twine in Minnesota. And it's just a whole song about like a guy taking his family on a road trip. And I re-listened to it and I realized he's just doing a parody of – harry chapin's story songs like
0: yeah where they're just like he has a th- where you go with this buddy yeah, like what's happening it,
1: it's just a song about like he's like i said to my wife this and my wife says that it's like literally like all of harry chapin's songs were like short stories yeah where it's like there's and he has a song called Thirty Thousand pounds of bananas and it all <laughs> what? And it's, it's this these harry, are deep I'm that's not a real hear, song
0: yeah i don't know any of these like this is a deeper yeah. cut than i was expecting. harry, harry
1: chapin it, his most famous song was cats in the cradle Yeah, yeah yeah and he, all of his, I got into him because, like, uh, he actually he had an unsuccessful Broadway musical that was just. It was like him and his brothers doing this show on Broadway uh, when he was at like top of his game, and all of his brothers were talented musicians too. They had sure. like a folk band touring around like the village. They Harry Chapin for a while. And
0: It was like the Chapin brothers, the Chapin or something brothers, like that. yeah. Sure.
1: And the- then Harry was like, "I have a song. It's twelve minutes long about a guy in a taxi cab who runs into an ex-girlfriend." And they're like, "We're not going to do that. We're going to do." Tom Dooley, and then yeah. like all these things. So he, Wait, wrote, you got
0: three minutes max, and yeah, then we're yeah, on yeah. to the next one.
1: Like his first big hit was Taxi, and it's just a guy driving a cab, and his ex girlfriend gets in. And they talk about like, remember when we were in love, and now we're not. What's your life like? This is my life. Okay, bye. Both of our <laughs> lives are kind of sad, and it's twelve minutes long. And but he had this song called Thirty Thousand Pounds of Bananas, which is just about a road accident caused by a truck with a bunch of bananas spilling all over the highway. And then, uh, I, I and then lo- the joke at the end—he's like thirty thousand pounds of mashed bananas because like someone drives over him. It's so dumb, and it's so. I lo-
0: but I, I, I can't tell you how much I love because like, um, you're a sketch guy. You're a yeah. writer. You do all these things, and and you're also, I'm <laughs> assuming you did improv at some point.
1: Not really, really? but I would like refuse to memorize my lines and then just see what happened. So that was sure. that was my introduction, which is basically Have improv. you ever done like
0: improv because I remember going I've to I've done it.
1: I haven't like taken classes and I haven't like gone and like specifically done improv, but I've done things where it's like like Ryan Stannis has a great show at QED called Stand-Ups Improvised TED Talks. Yes, I love yeah. things like that where it's like you are as a stand up going up and like you have to like pick a topic out of Like set list is set one of my list is that's great. one of my dream shows to do yeah, set list in london i would, love to, london, I would love to do the real one there's yeah. there's like versions of it that are in sure, new york sure. and i love those types of improv well
0: patrick had the multiverse for multiverse, a multiverse i love so much yeah. it was so fun for for the listeners that's where you would literally write three of your jokes on yeah. a piece of paper just the like name the of titles. Them. Yeah. yeah like a descriptor. you know yeah. like you know this jokes about you know like butts butts and bubbles you know whatever half
1: the fun is just seeing what you call
0: yeah, cuz I cuz I remember thinking like I like I have one I would, one of them is a uh, is a um like I would I would put like uh, Grandpa Tivo <laughs> like Grandpa Tivo <laughs> and then and it, like whatever take it as you may you know like yeah. one of those things yeah, like yeah, any yeah. A suggestion from the audience Grandpa yeah. Tivo thank you Yeah uh one of the things that, that I got but the reason I brought it up is because Like one of the things when I was helping run an improv theater in Florida, and when I was doing classes here, like I remember, I I did the first level of UCB, and I kind of was like, "This is for bullshit, yeah, for improv." I was like, "This is ridiculous. Like, you know, I can't do this." Um, it's also expensive. It's. Tell. I couldn't. I was like, I'm not. That was the reason. I was like, yeah. Because a certain amount of ridiculousness is expected, right. but not for the price that I'm right. paying. Like, I mean, chill. really. I had a. I I took two of the
1: UCB sketch courses. I would love to take the third one just so I can finish the course. Sure. and Maybe even apply to be on the house teams. That'd be great. But it's so hard to get into the upper level classes because they only have like eight slots. Right. And it's just it's such a well, pain in the ass.
0: It's a matter of like the the education level at that point. Like the teachers have yeah. to be like you have to be.
1: And every teacher, both teachers I had, were basically like. You can save four hundred dollars by just finding friends to write sketches with. Yeah. And honestly, I wrote to one of my teachers was like, Hey man, I've been trying to get into the three oh one class and I keep getting I keep getting into it too late and it sells out. Here's what I do on like on my own. I have a monthly sketch show. I write three to four new sketches every month. I edit them and like do all the production. Like I put it together every month. Am I gonna get anything out of taking that class? He was like, No. Well, you're like, already so doing of, yeah, the thing. Like, you're doing the thing yeah. that everyone else is probably not even going to do after they spend a grand on these classes. It's like
0: those people who go to college. They're like in they They're like in a hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt. Oh yeah. When they literally could have taken that hundred, if they would have had the foresight, take that hundred thousand yeah. dollars, you would have spent. Yeah. And then, put, but they would never give you a loan for that amount of money. But they would give you right. a loan for that to go to school. Yeah. They would take that money and start the business that you would have started yeah. anyway. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Take half of that, fifty grand. T- take a, th- a third of that, and yeah. 30, 30, 30 grand. <laughs> And and whatever you could have done more with because yep. like, you're already you're already doing it. Yeah. That's kind of the thing with comedy. That you you're once you're doing it, you you're do doing it. it. Yeah. Like this is it. Yeah. Like, you're you're in it. Like, you I just feel like gotta...
1: stand-ups get that more than other people because yeah. stand-up is such a you you do it. You just yeah. where do you you go to a bar, they have a microphone, you do it.
0: Yeah, like so what bringing it back around. Like when oh, I would help teach some of these classes back in Miami, or I would like watch these guys that are starting for the first time. Yeah. And you would see them. Thinking, what am I doing? Do I do it? Do And you could take a lesson because the one thing that Weird Al does is everything he commits hard as fuck. Yeah, everything is. There is no pretense in what he's doing. He's not like ironic about anything. He's like in your mouth about it. Yeah,
1: that's why I love White and Nerdy, and especially any of the songs that are the rap songs, especially just because there is such like a, you know. There's macho a, yeah. like toughness, They're very to bombastic write. kind yeah. of presence, and it, and it has to have that. And he will sing about you know Amish all about people, the, all about the yeah Amish paradise, all about the Pentiums, like he'll
2: yeah.
1: Amish people, computers, comic books, and all this other nerdy stuff. Yeah. But he's still doing it hard. with that hard yeah. like I'm mean, in yeah. browsing, and inspecting and X-Men comics. You know, I collect them. My pants in my pocket, I must protect them. My ergonomic never keyboard never leaves me bored. I yeah. know a lot of that song. It turns out
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's great. But that's the thing is that like because. You don't. You don't remember when someone does wishy-washy bullshit. You right. remember when someone commits there are, if, hard did you, as sorry, fuck. Sorry, did you,
1: did you say you've listened to Doctor Demenos? I remember
0: hearing tapes, but the Dr. Okay. Domeno show was like, yeah. I've, I've heard clips
1: it like, of it. It was like syndicated, like a satellite yeah. radio thing or something. So I've, I, or like they would play it like late at night on some of the classic yeah, rock yeah. stations when like none of the DJs in Manchester wanted to stay out. All right. Night. They would just loop in the so show from it, somewhere else. So I've heard like parodies before that aren't Weird Al and like, and even on like the days of Napster, there were so many songs that were attributed yes. to Weird Al but weren't. Yeah. And he he had like things on his website. I used to check his website a lot to just see because he would like post weird stuff on there all the time and yeah, like yeah. fan art that people sent him. And it, it just
0: he is very nerdy. Like he was he on the forefront nerdy. of a lot yeah. of these things. He yeah. was like
1: a, he was like valedictorian of his class, like top yeah. of his class. So he, he has a
0: degree in architecture. He's a legit smart G- yeah. like guy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But bo- he's got the book learning, and then he's also got this like he's artistic goofy. genius. He's just a
1: goofy guy. One of my best friends growing up was this kid I met in sixth grade. Uh, his name was Pat. And we've been friends since. Are you only friends with like the same name people?
0: Like, I, there's I like, keep it. Simple. I got. I. I. If I. If, like, I'm friends with one Pat. Yeah, if I make a new a Pat, Pat friend, Patrick. the rest of them's got to go.
1: Yeah, this friend like rides bikes and is very skinny. And my other Pat that I wrote the musical with is the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> but but <laughs> skinny Pat was like. His whole family. I don't know what it is about having an old dad. His dad was like thirty years older than his mom, mm-hmm. and like oh, his dad was like old dad. his dad was like the age of my grandfather. And I know I have a lot of friends that have older dads that are like
0: that's a New Hampshire thing. New
1: thing. I well, I mean, just in general, like I wherever, but like friends I have who have older dads for whatever reason. Something about old dad genes. Make you just really smart. There's something about it that they all have just been like really academically gifted. But what I love about my friend Pat was like
0: you blow them young, you blow them young loads. They're yeah, dumb, guess, they're young yes. dumb loads. You're saving those gifts. Yes. You're saving those, those good, good ones. Spare. You save it for later. Smart, like. The, they the don't end like with
1: a pipe and like an Einstein wig. Yeah. Then, yeah. no, they're the
0: ones on the on the fucking the <laughs> D-Day gross. invasion. They're the ones hanging back. Like let those guys go <laughs> let first. Let them get shot. Yeah. and then they go in. Let them go first. Yeah. What a horrible analogy. Oh my god. Terrible so analogy. Uh, god uh, bless the veterans. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, but that was he, the worst.
1: my friend Pat, was like a viola prodigy and just like um, <laughs> a,
0: oh my god, and his sister viola prodigy sounds like a name. It's
1: it's my punk band. Yeah. No viola. He was a viola like. Age 11 was like playing with like professional orchestras and like would play like Celtic fiddle with like these old men who'd been playing their whole lives, just super talented. His he's the oldest, his younger sisters get progressively more genius the younger you go down, like cello and violin. But he also was like the funniest, goofiest son of a bitch I've ever met. He's the one who got me into like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Monty Python, Woody Allen. Like those are smart
0: comedy things.
1: Oh my god, and he informed so much of what I think is funny with like those faulty towers, like these smart. Death letter, well, all the Roman
0: and all, stuff is amazing. All
1: of that stuff, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: we, I will say this <clears throat> that in closing because we've got to wrap up. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, yeah you got to go, right? I guess. And, yeah. uh, I could talk about Weird Al. I know, right? Until so, you run out of time. I want to go. Li- I, as soon as you leave, it's like, eh, I want to watch UHF yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, the, one of the things is that it, that I will say that there's a certain, again, like you, you develop your comedy genes, you discover yeah. your comedy is uh, as, 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 as like a pubescent process. Yeah. And I think that. Getting smart comedy as opposed to like dumb comedy. Like, right. even like classic Warner Brothers cartoons that you look as being dumb, like they're fucking getting hit in the head, the coyote can't... Sure, but all of those have like, they're like, oh well this is actually a parody of Gone with the Wind, or yeah. War and Peace, like or were, Or, or, or opera, what's the opera? The yeah. opera one, yeah. Those are all based in like a level of intelligence, and yeah. I think that like, there's a there's there's a beauty, to, again, Humor to that. Humor and
1: intelligence are definitely, and I'm biased in saying this, but they're very closely linked, yeah. and some of the smartest people I know are also some of the funniest people I know, Yeah, but on the other side, and this, this might be a good place to end with Weird Al and like what he inspired in me is just he will take music and like the best parodies already take and like Prince was so Prince yeah, was yeah, very yeah. like not self-obsessed but like very like well you yeah. have a sense of humor but like never let Weird Al parody anything yeah he came to him with so many ideas and wouldn't do it he took himself very seriously which if you're an artist I understand like sure I, sure he, all of his albums are masterpieces so I understand it but like Weird Al took it seriously but was also making this funny thing. And I think that that's what I loved. In, I played in bands all through high school and college, and I never fit in with the people in my bands because they were so serious about, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we're writing this. And like, they'd write this, like, love song. And I'd be like, what a dumb song. Yeah. Like, it was so goofy. In your
0: mind, you're like, this is fucking hilarious. And I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> they're, like, so like, they're like pouring their heart on you. Yeah, like,
1: <laughs> we're going to, the only time I didn't have that was when I was in a ska band, and we were called Ska Reem Abdul Jabbar. And we, I loved it so much. <laughs> because we had such a sense of humor about it we did like ska parodies of like it's gonna be me with like a horn section and i loved it so much every other band i was in i'd be like let's do a song that's like this and that's why originally before weird al i wanted to do zappa because zappa in the same way will be like amazing composition skills way more far out than weird al because he's doing a whole different thing but in the same way amazing talent but then the lyrics are goofy as hell yeah and it's just every song on a Zappa album just like every song on a weird al album it's a different genre, and all the and that's what I loved. I always wanted to like. I would also get people mad at me in bands like, "Let's do a song that's like an old jazz number." And I'll play the clarinet. They're like, why would we do that? We're like a punk band. I'm like, because it'd be great if we could then like tie it into this. We did a cover of "Smells Like Teen Spirit," where instead of the guitar solo, I convinced them to let me play it as like a klezmer clarinet thing. So I just like, oh,
0: you it was so you much a, fun. You did a lot of the like, what "Fiddler on the Roof"?er I tried. Yeah, yeah I,
1: I just learned how to like drop my jaw in the right way that would make it have that like like in fiddler ah. on the roof stuff and i played smells like teen spirit like that it's it so fun. funny and so like with the musical every song in great frontier is like a different genre than yeah i will say
0: that bring it back to promote yeah. the musical sure. uh yeah. what do you have uh coming up with that showing because i know you're in sure. rehearsal and you got <laughs> yeah, stuff we're in coming up. so
1: um we got into the new york theater festivals Summerfest. they have a summer fest and a winter fest and we got into the Summerfest. um which is going to happen? It's a, it's like a three month musical yeah. a, or just theater festival in general. There's a handful of musicals and then a lot of plays that I'm excited to see. Uh, we are uh, we have three dates. We have Monday, July 24th at 6:15 p.m., Friday, July 28th at 9 p.m., and then Sunday is a matinee, Sunday the 30th. Of July at 3:30 p.m. So we're Fantastic. in the minute. We're rehearsing the first time. The thing you saw was a reading because we sure, did not, yeah. I really wanted to do it before the year was up. Like it was a goal of mine. So we only had eight rehearsals, and so I was like, we can be on. Those book. are those
0: weird like uh <laughs> deadlines you give yourself. It
1: was, and yeah. I'm so glad we did. Honestly, the show was better than we made it seem to be because we're like, well, we'll just be up there. We'll be we will be in black t-shirts, and we'll just like do it as like this theater thing. But then we're like, we can get these costumes. Oh, we'll have like backdrops. And it just like evolved into this big thing. And so it, to, be,
0: it was really fun. It was really I'm, kind of it, because. It it was just like you could tell it was a reading it was rough yeah
1: it was so goofy fun yeah, and it was, yeah, yeah. It, I, it's still goofy fun and we're adding so we have most of the same cast there's a like,
0: sincerity though to it that i yes. really do because you guys are like the songs are actually really good and that's the
1: thing i love to tie back into weird al and like tom lehrer any of these guys yes. that are like musical comedians yeah, yeah um they had such a great way of like goofy song but let's take it seriously so we have these goofy songs that like they're funny because the characters believe in what they're saying exactly yeah we're taking it we have some songs that are just like straight up parodies of like wicked song not like you know, we're not parodying. Not this no song, for no, but, but the, like, the the, the tone. style. Yeah, we did a song that like this. We want this to be her defying gravity moment. And exactly. She, like, yeah. Sacagawea sings this beautiful song about how she wants to be an explorer. But behind her, there's these like slides of famous women, like strong, powerful women. And it starts with like Susan B. Anthony and yeah. Harriet Tubman. And by the end, it's like Ripley from uh, uh from, from, from Aliens, aliens yeah, and yeah. like yeah, all these like weird like fake you know, fictional like Wonder Woman's probably going to be Sure, there, sure. Like all these things. And like, so we, we don't take it seriously and that's why I'm really excited to be in the theater festival because like with theater, just like with music, they take themselves very seriously so as want, yeah, 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 But I've always loved going in. Like we took the, we took writing this so seriously but it's so goofy and that's what makes it Which so much again,
0: fun. Again, is one of my favorite things and yeah. it's, it's, it was a great job. It, this has been a really fun show. A shame I've had picture. so much fun talking about Thank this. Thank you for being here, folks
1: yeah. Yes, uh, I am uh, on Twitter at Kevin Frolics. You can also follow my podcast, We Wrote a Musical, at We Wrote a Musical, and that's we. Oh, we oh, great, sure. yeah. We talk about writing.
0: Me, yeah. so i Can just kind of copy. It Perfect, yeah, yeah. right in the description. Great. And uh, so, uh, on the thing you're listening to, your this podcast right now. Look at it because it'll tell you where to find <laughs> yes. all of this stuff. Uh, thank you. Kevin, yeah, thank you for having uh, me. You can follow me at Work It All and everything. Come Thursday nights to the Creek, uh, Creek in the Cave in Long Island City, New York. Where we do a live version of this where we just bring randos up. <laughs> you can either watch or be on. It's an open mic interview show, open mic talk show, and uh each week we'll is themed. So you can follow us at Zeroes on Heroes on Everything. Zeros uh, on Facebook. And uh, follow at William A. Watkins uh, because he's a go.
2: <laughs>
0: and remember to go out and be heroic.